Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that nobody ever listens to. You know what? Before doing this episode, I was actually going to watch a movie Cloverfield because the first one was my favorite and I wasn't able to see Cloverfield too. I was going to do that, but in between the movie I got bored and I thought, you know what? Why not make another podcast? I want to I want to be able to do something. I want to I want to create. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, this podcast has been therapeutic for me. It's I'm having a lot of fun and it's becoming like a sort of like a new hobby. Uh, today's podcast is going to be different because for the first time we'll be having somebody with us. Yes, we have a guest. Not really, <laughs> but let me explain. So I was thinking, wouldn't it be nice to have somebody for this podcast as a guest? But I couldn't think of anybody who wants to be here. <laughs> So then I thought, why not try to experiment and just go for random people, you know? So what I did was I went on Omegle because I thought it's good to have random conversation with, you know, random people organically. And luckily, we found our guy, Brian from Minnesota, which was perfect for this episode. Uh, this was a long talk and I had to cut out some parts. But at that moment, while we were talking, he was actually drinking at the same time. So his story was all over the place. But I tell you, he's probably one of the coolest guys that I've met in the internet. And I'm thankful to have him, sincerely. So Brian, if you're listening, thanks a lot, sir. <laughs> so here we go. Today's April 4th on a Sunday. And if you have nothing to do, or if you're doing something and you just want to have something to listen to in the background, maybe you can listen to this. Okay? Here it is. Episode number four. Yo! What's up, buddy? What's up? Everything's good, man. You're doing good? Yeah. Everything's good? Yeah. Is my voice clear, like, by the way? I like it, it, it's very clear. I appreciate it. Okay, nice. Dude, Um, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. I'm actually doing an episode uh, episode for my podcast. I'm going to ask you a few questions, yeah. if that's okay? Yeah, of course, my man. Okay, bro. Any crazy drunk stories? <laughs> where, where are you at right now? I'm in the Philippines. As I'm asking these questions, I'm I'm thinking about a good story for you. Okay. And how crazy we want to go. I'm not gonna lie. No, you know where, you, where you are you located go. right now? I'm in the Philippines, bro. Where are you located? Philippines. Okay. 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 Are you a Joe Joy Co uh Joe Coy fan? Fuck yeah. Of course. Do you know do you know how that is? Mm-hmm. Filipino um stand up comedian. Well, it's just, it's just cool, like, what he's done with his reach now that he has in the U.S. with the, with the Philippines and, like, going to do his shit. I'm re really big into comedy. I'm trying to think of a story for you, my man. I got sure. one, though. Let's, let's, uh... Okay. Take your time. I actually, I have, a, I have a ridiculous story, but I'm pretty fucking drunk. I'm not going to lie. Because, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, what, what time is it there right now? It's 8.14 in the evening in the Philippines. In the evening? It's 7.14 yeah. in the a.m. here what? in the U.S. What time did you start and, drinking? Um, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. God damn. Alone yeah, at home? I, work, I, work, I worked all day and then okay. uh, 
I went out with with the boys and met up with some girls and we were hanging out. Nice. And then uh, we had a great night, hung out, like whatever, got home. And I don't do it very often, but mm-hmm. uh, we did some cocaine. So Fuck. here I am on Omegle or Omegle or I don't even know how to say it for it the first matter. time. It's Omegle. And, uh, yeah. Omegle for mm-hmm. the first time. And I'm not going to lie. I can't, I can't complain, but here, here we are. I, uh, you said you did cocaine. I'll, I'll try I'll try to, I'll try to keep this really short and sweet for you, but I think this story is like a little bit crazy. Okay. And, sure. Uh, Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you have it for, for your podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is probably, I, uh, between five and 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm out. At this time in my life, I'm in between fucking jobs, bartending, in between career jobs, bartending. So I'm making actually a shit ton of money in Mm. tips and cash every night. Just opened this, like, was one of the bartenders open this brand new bar, like whatever, like 500 to $1,000 US, like all the time. And then- nice in cash and, and going out and being stupid. And, uh, <laughs> at this time in my life, I was, uh, living by the idea of it's always a story and it'll always be better. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. just keep pushing it. Yeah. And so we were at this bar to sing karaoke, this bar in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're singing, mm-hmm. hanging out. And, uh, this fucking guy just passes a shot unannounced down the bar to my buddy. That's sitting next to me. Shot of tequila comes from this Mexican guy. And, uh, there was really no words exchanged and, uh, took the shot, started talking a little bit, get outside. We're having a cigarette and he's like, uh, basically in very broken english uh-huh. he, he was he had he had english enough that like we understood what he was saying but it was like very broken mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and basically ultimately that conversation turned into him explaining how he was up here in minnesota and was showing us all these videos of these girl houses and shit and all this shit like whatever and we we're just like fuck it we're just gonna keep hanging out with this guy for a story, me and my buddy at the time. Keep going a little bit deeper. We're like, now we're just shooting fucking tequila with him and his buddy, uh-huh. doing coke in the bathroom, hanging out, like, <laughs> <Shit>. whatever. And <laughs> uh, singing fucking karaoke, hanging out, like, whatever. We end up, uh, he's leaving, mm-hmm. and uh, we're leaving at bar clothes, and we end up going a couple blocks away to his place. And this motherfucker comes over with like a shoebox and it's like just like a nice Nike shoebox shoe box. Uh-huh. And, he, and he hands it to my buddy and he goes, this is a present for you. And my buddy opens it and it's like two pounds of weed in a bag Damn. in a fucking, <laughs> in a shoebox. And he's like in broken English, you guys sell this for me. Like whatever. And we're like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not trying to do any of that shit. 
And then we went a little deeper and I was like, if you're going to offer me fucking weed to sell, it needs to be quality weed because anyone I'm going to try to sell it to, like nobody is going to buy this fucking ditch weed that you put in this Jordan shoebox for me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the only people that I know to even sell weed to, like they don't want to buy fucking ditch weed. So he's like, okay, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he just starts talking and talking and realizes that we're just like there to be for sure friendly for the night. We're, we're buddies for the night. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking and he's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so drunk, but this story gets so much more ridiculous. It's okay, bro. Go so ahead. This fucking, so you so refuse to guy, sell the weed and what happened next? Well, we didn't, we, we refused to do it, but also like, we still were just like, this is a story. This guy's interesting to us. Like, I love interesting people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, and whatever. And, uh, we just keep talking to him and he gets to a point where he's like, he starts like really opening up to us, like whatever, realizing that like, you know, he's, we're just trying to be his buddy, like whatever. I'm not trying to sell your weed. Like there's no business proposition going on here. And he just starts talking to us. And, uh, Ultimately, me and my buddy kept like pausing and stepping back and being like, you good? You good? And we're like, yeah, let's fucking see where this goes. Ultimately, he doesn't know either of, us, either of our names, no information about us. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, we're fine. Uh-huh. But at this point already, we were pretty certain that he was a member of the cartel or a, or a cartel in Mexico trying to fucking bring all the drugs up to the U.S., Cause it's pretty broken English. Like, you know, we, he under, he can understand us, but he's having a hard time like communicating. It's Explaining. Like, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And we keep asking more questions. And so he starts trying to tell us about the first time he killed a dude. Fuck. <laughs> and he goes into it a little bit and uh-huh. he's like, the first time I had to do this, whatever. He's like, I was 16. Like I had, I was in this situation For when real? I was in Mexico, oh, I fucking had to do this. Like I killed this guy. It was my first time, like whatever. And like got like real emotional about it, obviously. Cause you know, most people don't kill people. I would assume that would be pretty fucking intense to do. Um, and, uh, how many people has this guy killed? Just like, Did you ever find out? What's that? How many people this guy killed? Um, I asked him. He didn't give me like a straight answer, but it's over <laughs> 10, less than 20, I would assume. Fuck. D- did you think fucking that he was insane, just fucking right? with you? No, dude. It get, like, let me keep going. Okay. So this dude starts talking about how... <clears throat> He was in Mexico and he Mm -hmm. was doing all this shit and he, he fucked up. Like he pissed off the people in charge and like his brother and like family kind of pissed off people in charge. And basically instead of killing him and killing his family, they, that was why he was in Minnesota or like, that's why they had moved him up to the U S and Minnesota is they got him up there to be like, Hey, we're going to put you on a fucking Island and you're going to be the new 
guy here to funnel the shit to mm-hmm. you and you're going to do this. <laughs> That's crazy. And man. they also separated him from like his wife and kids and his family. They put his wife and kids and family and like in a different state in Minnesota or in uh, the U S I think it was California. He was like basically asking us like, first he asked us if, basically for like 30 grand we would go to california and kill somebody and we we're like fucking absolutely not if i wasn't gonna sell grand. you a fucking shitty ditch weed i'm definitely not gonna kill no somebody way. i can't even fathom even being put in the situation to have to do it once or exactly like, even in I a mean? conversation like even if i'm drunk having a conversation with a guy that confesses a murder i would i don't know maybe <laughs> It's going to snap everything out of me. You know, I'm not going to be drunk. It's going to wake me up. He started like going like really, really deep into like how hard and fucked up the situation he was in and like how he got into it and like Mm -hmm. how he never wanted to, but he didn't have any other option. And this is where he's at now. And like, he's, you know, there's no way for him to get out. Right. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, if he like did really well in Minnesota, like, funneling drugs in Minnesota, like maybe he would be at a place where he was in good standing and he could somehow like leave. But I don't think that's how the cartel works. No, like that's not how well, it works. You know, there's like, no turning back. Um, yeah, I think, if, you know, I think if, uh, if you turn back from that, they're going to have, they're going to have to get rid of you. That's what I know. You know, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're doing well, you need to, keep doing well yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it's like it's literally like it's like the ultimate of any like sales career job like i'm in sales so like if i'm not if i'm not hitting my number and like producing for my company that i work for Mm -hmm. of course they're gonna fire me but they keep me around because I do well, but it, they also like when I do well, I'm just held to a higher standard. So it's like, it's the same exact thing, but instead of getting fired, like they just get rid of you. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to, but that's what he was, I heard. He was basically saying after he's like really deep, like thinking like we're best buddies now. And he's like opening up completely and being super like honest and vulnerable and soft and like whatever he starts like trying to tell us that his sister's he, he tells us that his sister's really sick. Mm-hmm. He keeps like telling us she's really sick, like whatever. And, but whatever word he was using, we had no idea what it was. And we had, like, it was just like, we didn't know. He was like, she's so sick. We we're like, is she, does she have cancer? Like, mm-hmm. does she like, does she have MS, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. anything I could fucking think of. like we knew it was like terminal, like she was fucked, like whatever. And we finally like went back and forth for probably like five, 10 minutes. And then we were like, Oh fuck. We pulled out the, the, the cell phone and pulled up Google translate and just had him speak into. This is after the, five hours of, of having a conversation with him. You just realized that, Hey, maybe I can use Google translate. <laughs> Well, but we never, we never, it never got to a point where like, we didn't know what he was saying. Like oh, his English okay. was broken, mm-hmm. but it was like, comprehensive. Good. you know what I mean? This I was just like yeah. a word. He didn't yeah. know how to describe it. He just kept saying she's sick. And like, we we're just like, is it this? Is it this? Like, we had no idea. Yeah. And he, uh, 
he fucking speaks into the Google Translate, and we look back, and it just in all bold letters just says AIDS. Fuck. And we're like, oh, and we're like, man, that's so sad. We're like, oh, it is really sad, but like, it it's it's almost more sad because that's not a terminal diagnosis anymore. Like, there's, exactly. I mean, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot to be able to live with that for the rest of your life dude but awkwardly i literally never felt unsafe in that entire situation like that dude just literally needed companionship and a friend and he was he got put on an island and he needed he needed that conversation as well as i needed this story yeah yeah which I didn't absolutely need, i didn't need i didn't need this story i just now we're i mean I think, you know, some people are in a situation like that, you know, they're stuck and they don't have any choice. You know, I live in the Philippines and the Philippines is one of the yeah. most, uh, we live in a third world country. You know, there's a lot of poor people here, especially in the early 90s, early 2000s, buying meth is like buying a piece of candy. I, uh, one of my, I moved into a house, um, I moved like when I graduated from college, I moved uh, up to Duluth, Minnesota, which is like, I don't know, a couple hours drive north of where I live now. Mm -hmm. And I uh, took a job up there, didn't know anyone and was looking for housing, got a room at this house on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. You guys have Craigslist there? Yeah. yeah, we do, but no. it's a, it's a shady yeah, okay. website. I, Nobody I buys no from Craigslist here. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it is shitty. There, it's not terrible in in the U.S., but like back then, especially, okay. it wasn't that bad. Like housing wise, like you know <clears> what I mean. Yeah, especially in markets like that. Like Minnesota's like a very very safe state, especially Duluth, Minnesota. Like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but either way. So I ended up in this house, um, like very nice, like fully renovated, like beautiful house, whatever. Okay. Um, but had like a bunch of random roommates and it was me and this guy and three other girls, all just strangers when, when we got there, but I played ice hockey my like whole life. Minnesota's like the biggest fucking ice hockey place in the world except for parts of Canada and even parts of Minnesota are bigger than Canada and this dude was Duluth a massive ice hockey place like we connected we went to mm -hmm. we ended up actually finding out we went to the same college for a little, little while like whatever and uh you know maybe two months into living with him we went out one night and uh this dude told me like hey um you know, I'm, I'm addicted to math and like, I have been, been shooting it up. Like I, the last few years of my life really fucked it that's, up. Like that's the everything worst. I've told you, that's the worst. everything I've told you before is, is true and real. But like, there's a reason I haven't talked about this past two years, like before I met you, you know what I mean? And I am doing my best to make a change. And like, that's how I got where I am now and like whatever and kind of confided in me and I the only reason I helped him or 
you know, whatever was selfishly like, this is my fucking roommate. I have a fucking, now know I have a meth head like living with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So selfishly, like, I'm going to try to help him out as much as I can just for my own benefit. But also, like, he wanted to make a change. You know what I mean? I have a degree in psychology. That's what I graduated from college with. Like, and so, um, but ultimately, like, I basically just told him, I was like, hey, you told me this black and white situation. You got to a point where you wanted to tell me this for a reason. You wanted to change. Don't ever do meth in our house ever. And anytime that you want to use your clean right now, doesn't matter what time of fucking night it is. It could be the middle of the night, like whatever, wake me up and say, Hey, I want to use right now. You need to like, can you talk to me? And he did that a few times and he fucking kicked it right then. And he's been clean ever since. And he's like one of my fucking best friends in the entire world. He he's clean because now of that, like left married, like met this fucking nice. beautiful okay. fucking woman on a, on the golf course with his dad homeowner like like amazing amazing fucking human being like it's just like but dude like i like from what he's there now to where i met him to what i know previous it's like that shit like i mean this shit's fucked Mm -hmm. this shit's fucked and it can be fucked but ultimately like that shit's that's just another you know what bro you know um i hope this doesn't happen but you're going to evolve from that. Sooner or later, you're going to get bored with the Coke. Then you're going to step it up with, you know, to, to, to heroin. I hope that doesn't happen, man. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people in my life um, who overdose, who kept on saying, I'm going to change, I'm going to change, I'm going to change. It never happened. Um, you know, especially classmates from college. Every time that I come back, I've worked in abroad, you know, quite a few times. And every time that I come back to see them, they're just, they're the same, you know, they're dirty, you know, physically, like appearance wise, they haven't showered. Like, what's up with you? You have a kid, you have a wife. And we would always have this conversation while drinking and they would always confine to me like, dude, I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop. And by the end of the night, they're going to be asking for money. They're going to be asking for money to do drugs. And I have to admit, there's a lot of times where I gave in because I just feel bad for them. Um, but I just like Marty, what I can said. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Can I say one thing? Um, I completely like appreciate the concern and the rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Um, but this isn't like a regular thing. Okay. Like, okay. There's a my reason bad, that bad. I'm on mm-hmm. here like the first time. Like I haven't done this shit in a while. Yeah. One. But also to, um, I mean, maybe I need to look inward, like, and make some changes. Who knows? But ultimately, when was, like, when was the last time you did that? Asking, I'm never going to be asking somebody for money. Like, I no, bro, bro, that's that's not what I'm trying to say. I make a no, fucking, no, yeah. <laughs> like, a, I mean, like, probably like a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand U.S. like annually. Damn, nice. Yeah. Like live very comfortably this is a uh thing that comes around in the circles i'm in sometimes and it Mm -hmm. it is what it is but uh like i said i have made those like hard 100 percent like you know it's a it's a situational thing but you said you had a question 
Um, when was the last time you did that? Last time you did drugs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like three weeks ago, mm. but it wasn't at all like this. It was like out, like with people, and I had like two lines, and still was drinking and went to bed at whatever. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm situation like this i don't know if that makes any sense yeah 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 i understand understand so everything's normal there you know you guys are allowed to party bars are open in minnesota no covid threats or whatever no wear your mask or face shield whatever oh it's very very uh mask oriented in like every state still that i've been around in um it's for the like For Minnesota, the rules are you need to wear a mask uh-huh. if you're doing like indoor dining or like being inside mm-hmm. like a bar, or restaurant, mm-hmm. establishment like oh, that. Bars are open. Now. Um, they can only they can only have fifty percent capacity. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, need to have a mask on anytime you're not sitting at a table with your own group like eating or drinking, like if, so if, you know what I mean? Like if you're not with the people you came with, if you're standing up or doing anything, you need to have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to the U S no, no, I've never But been so there. like, if I go from like, if I go from like Minnesota, like Texas, mm-hmm. it's a completely different fucking country. Like literally it, like it's, it's so fucking different. It's yeah. so far away. The laws are different. Like, the United States of America, like all of, they left it up to the States to decide what they wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, I don't think it was dealt with well at all, you know, and it, Trump definitely didn't have anything fucking positive to do with <laughs> anything that has fucking come from, you know, Oh man. You know what? It's the same thing here, you know, um, politics wise, you know, I, I cannot really blame anybody. I think no matter what president or who it is, you know, in no matter what country, everybody will will have a problem. I don't care what kind of leader you are. You could be the leader of Japan, Canada. You know, under this COVID times, you're going to have a lot of problems dealing with COVID. So, you know, I don't care. If Unless you put you're New Zealand and you're on an island and you're small and you can get rid of it immediately. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand has been having full capacity concerts for like the past six months because they haven't had a single case of COVID in Never, New Zealand. Never? Not like a single case of COVID? For the past like 10 months. I It's need to look that up. up. For real? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I can't believe that, bro. Maybe, they're, maybe their government is keeping that from them. They're, they're, they're keeping it hush-hush. I don't know. That's impossible. I feel like of all the governments around the world, that's not the one that's going to cover it up like some other ones. I know, I know. Have. Like, you know, Russia's numbers are fucked. China's numbers are fucked. Japan's numbers are fucked. Like Europe, European you know. countries are fucked. Well, But the United the States, you know, are, is really fucked. You're, you guys are number one. <laughs> well, my, I, I, I didn't mean... Uh, the U S is like by far and above like the biggest shit show in my opinion mm-hmm. to an extent, but I meant in, uh, governments like fudging and like faking numbers. Oh, okay. Like Russia, China, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the U S is like 
project or like putting out accurate numbers of cases, but it's a fucking disaster and it's an obvious fucking disaster. I, I, by the way, uh, I thought I'd read this or bring this up. I actually work in China. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I, I worked there and I, I went home for a vacation, you know, January 20th, 2020. Uh, I remember, man, I still remember having a conversation with our, with our uh, managers and our staff that, hey, there's this thing that's going on in um, Wuhan. And they told me, hey, don't, don't worry about that. It's just a, it, it's a flu. You don't have to worry about it. You don't. You don't need to be concerned. So, okay, do we need to get shots? No, just go home. So I went home. I went to the Philippines. I went back here. I was so excited. You know, I was so excited to see the beach because there's no ocean uh, of where I am living in China. There's all lakes there. Yeah. So, okay, I, I came back, you know, me and my family. I took my cousins, my, my parents. You know, we went island hopping in seven islands. I, it was a blast. By February, I was supposed to come back to China for work, and then it just suddenly blew up. Where in China do you work? Shunda. You know, I'm 11 hours away by, fl- by plane from Wuhan. But still, you know, it doesn't matter. Okay. You know, it, yeah. this is airborne. It reached, you know, everywhere. So I'm, I've been in the Philippines for a year now. Hey, man, I'm listening, and then I have a fucking story for you, to be honest. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, continue. Yeah, so 100%. Yeah, so that's it, you know. Um I haven't been back to work. And <laughs> you know, what to be honest with you, bro, um a lot of people Have you like not been working and you're like not making income and you're like laid off for load or mm, not laid off. Or you've been like working you working remote from the Philippines. Um the company absolutely I, I don't do things for them anymore because I need to be there and okay. I can't teach online. Okay. Um so I've been doing other stuff. You know, I've been doing you know, the reason why I have this microphone because I do advertisements for, you know, from different companies, startups, yeah. and I do voiceover narrations also for children's storybooks. And I just thought, hey man, yeah. you know, I I'm really bored, bro. I'm bored. You know, I miss talking to people. So I decided, why not make a podcast? Just make a podcast. It's free. It's free. And Dude, the craziest thing is this is a this is literally an organic conversation that happened with a random stranger in the <laughs> Philippines on this fucking you know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's the it's, best it's thing ever, man. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. It's like about as random and ridiculous as it could be. So, and I'm gonna tell you something. Do whatever you want with it. If I was with drinking it. with you right now. I'm sure we're going to have a blast, man. You know, conversation wise. Okay, bro. I want to say thank you, Brian. Dude, Marty. Um, hey, hey, Marty. Yeah. Um, will you, do you have a channel or anything like that you already have or? Um, I'm, I'm, I, I have, um, okay, hold on. Try to look this up. It's on Red Circle. You can find this in Spotify as well. It's called. I just, I, I really actually enjoyed this a lot. I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to go to bed after this, but I appreciate you so much. And, uh, yeah, sure, man. Me too. I, I swear to when, God. No, cut, cut this, cut this shit together yeah. however you want and do whatever you want with it. But will you, will you send it to that email when you, when you, do I will, it? I will. Okay. I got, uh, I got your shit. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's not very Podcasts popular. That no one ever listens to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's funny, bro. You know, I I just created this this podcast um this month actually. The first episode I made it March 22nd, I think. I think that was the first episode. Yes, that was the first episode. And I was like, you know what? It's something that I want to be able to do on my weekend, you know, for, you know, Saturday. Um and I I my girlfriend is in China too. She's Chinese. So, oh, really? She, yeah, she was actually the one who suggested this, and she told me that. Can you please give me something? Have you that not I, seen her since you quit pandemic, there? bro? Since pandemic, you know, it's been a month, dude, and that's I mean, a, a year. Gnarly. Yeah, a year. Yeah, that's gnarly, dude. I'm I'm sorry, and also, uh, I respect you for being able to do that and continue to keep that a, a priority with it being a year of separation like that's yeah crazy. it's crazy that's, you know that's kind of yeah. that's, that's not really dude it's crazy, crazy. it's crazy and it, you know i i but i'm very somehow i am open-minded to a fact that maybe you know if i stay here a little bit longer if i can't go back she's gonna find something somebody else but it's fine you know um just like what I said, she's the reason why I do this. You know, she keeps on telling me, can you please give me something to listen to while I'm driving or doing my laundry or I'm in my store, you know, just fixing shit or arranging the yeah. stuff because she owns her own business. And I told her, really, okay. you, want, you want me to do that? And she said, yes, it's good for you as well. You know, you're not going to make money, but it's something for you. It's, you know, she told me that it's therapeutic. I'm going to have fun doing it. She's right, bro. She's right. It, it, it's just well, exactly. And at the yeah. end of the day, like, I, I don't know what podcasting's like over there, what the big ones are over there, if the U.S. ones are big over there, or what it is. But um, at the end of the day, nobody's ever started a podcast to monetize it. Exactly. And me, at the end of the day, like, yeah. you start it for yourself for and fun. Who fucking you know? knows? Maybe yeah. one day you will make money off it. Who yeah. fucking knows? I'm a big fan of Howard Stern. Um, yeah. R.D. Lang, um, a big fan of Joe Rogan yeah. as well, you know, um, Bill Burr, um, a lot, you know, even Conan O'Brien, you know, but I'm not a big fan of yeah. his podcast, but I'm a big fan of his talk show. Yeah, and, his podcast sucks, but uh, yeah, and the, is, a lot, uh, a lot of podcasts here in the Philippines are very, you know, somehow centered to pop culture. I don't that I don't want to listen to it, you know. Um, so I started to yeah think about why not talk about something like this you know something um something very somehow relatable to life you know that's that's why i'm Dude, saying ultimately, that nobody gives nobody gives a fuck about what is going on with pop culture or celebrity or whatever like fuck that. Might, i hate that bro somebody somebody that. might tune yeah. in for a little bit to like get a little bit of information yeah but ultimately, like, the only way to, you know, have somebody actually, like, be a fan or, like, listen is because you put out content that is, you know, relatable to somebody's life yeah. and entertaining and that they can, like, listen to, like, and be like, oh, I relate with that. I relate with that. Also, exactly. This is fucking hilarious. This exactly. Is ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. With somebody like a normal conversation like i'm gonna have a conversation with somebody at the bar you know somebody that i met yeah. at the bar and just drinking beer and talk about the weather yeah. and uh, you know what is going on with your life that for me is very organic and i swear to yeah. you man that's the reason why i'm a big fan of mark Marin. 
you know, I just listen to him. Our and fucking, and he just starts talking. You know, when I was in college, I used to have a roommate and I would hear them fucking. It was like, bro, it's something that I would, I, I would run, you know, I would run. I would go jogging and I would listen to this because, you know, just like you, I'm not a big fan of today's music. You know, I used to have a band too. We did, um, we used what, to cover 311, Raids Against the Machine. I'm a big fan of really? Incubus. I'm a big fan of yeah. Silver Chair. I'm a big fan of Corn. The fucking Deftones. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays, White it's just. White Pony, buddy. Um, what? White Pony. And yeah, yeah, White Pony, but I'm not a big fan of is that the album. Deftones. Is, yeah. is that the Deftones first album or the second? That's the third one. The first one was Adrenaline. The second one was Around the Fur. And the third one was White Pony. The reason why, the reason why White Pony was actually a very, very big success that they started to play it in radio, it's because of the content of the sound. You know, it's relatable to the masses, you know, um, unlike Adrenaline where, you know, Chino was experimenting with his voice and everything was just somehow quirky and different. But I, I love that. Uh, you know the the earlier you know Dude, albums also, of the Incubus. Like, leave it, leave it to the fucking Deftones to name a album around the fur, like literally talking about pussy being around the fucking the fur. And then isn't there a song on that album called fucking Labia? Like, I love that. Just <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The. Um, my favorite Did one. You know that Madonna discovered them, and Madonna yes. actually is she, like signed. Madonna to on is label, one of the producers for yeah, yeah. She's she's one of the producers yeah. for for Deftones. Terry Date, Madonna, and Maverick Records, and they switched it with um, Sony with Epic Records, and then they went back to Terry Date. Um, but after White Pony, I have to admit, man, you know, I started. To zone out, you know, um, you know, you start to get a job, and the Deftones just started to sound, you know, somehow, I don't know, I didn't like it anymore. So, yeah, and Foo yeah. Fighters too, you know, I love them, you know, I love a lot of bands. Um, I keep on listening to the same Dude, band. I, I don't, I don't listen to the Foo Fighters a ton, but there's probably twenty songs that I love by them. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like. There, there was a time and place that I listened to a lot of Nirvana and like mm -hmm. it opened my mind to new music that I'm more into now and I never got really into Nirvana, but it was a stepping stone to, you know, other shit. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. with the Foo Fighters. Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, like Dave Grohl is one of the, like, like one of my heroes in terms of Me like too, bro. Yeah. changing, like just like going with the flow and like doing his shit and just being ultimately at the end of the day, like one of the coolest fucking people in music. Like, yeah. Well, probably you know one I mean? of just the like, coolest rock star. And, and one of the He's nice, friends with everybody. One of the nicest, <laughs> one of the nicest human beings ever. Yeah, bro. And you can feel that when he's having his conversation, I mean, interviews, you can feel that when he's answering questions and you know, the way he talks and everything, he's friends with everybody. Who the, who the fuck falls off stage at the beginning of a tour breaks yeah. their fucking leg and then just plays from a throne <laughs> with their cast for the rest of it and doesn't cancel the tour. Like, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. That was the first song too, right? That was the first song? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first song. And I I actually watched the interview and he, he said that there was no way 
that he wasn't going to come back because of the energy of the crowd. He felt like he's obliged to. Um, this is something that I really love about the guy. You know, he said that a lot of these people actually save up money to watch the Foo Fighters, us. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? It costs $100 US to go yeah. see them here. Yeah. I mean, For a lot of people, $100 might be not a lot, but you know, a lot I of mean, people. It, it, but it, it, it is a, a decent amount of money. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy. Dude, he has one of the, I can't remember what festival it was, but they had like blown up way too fast and mm -hmm. they were headlining some huge festival that literally was like, one of those massive like yard like festivals. It was like a hundred thousand people in the crowd, mm -hmm. and he's like, "You send a message to a hundred thousand people, and they send a hundred thousand messages back to you, and it's like everyone's going to take." It's just like, I don't know. Can I you imagine that cool. feeling, bro? Can you imagine that feeling? That energy, you know, it transcends back to you. I actually like <clears throat> not to toot my own horn, but I have like a very, very, very good singing voice. But I'm like bro, I have to hear it, man. Friend. I have to hear it. I'm sorry, bro. I have to hear it. I have my guitar next to me. You need me to play something? Um, do you have a guitar or something? I oh do. fuck! Look at that. Okay, okay, go, go, bro. Um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna play? Do you know uh, anything, man? Do you like? You know, do you know like 3 a.m. by like Matchbox 20? Like of that's course, super bro. fucking easy. Fuck. Yeah, that's super. Okay. That, that's super easy. Okay, go ahead. She said it's cold outside and she has me a ring. Fuck. She's always worried about things like that. She said it's all gonna end, and it might as well be my fault. She only sleeps when it's, it's raining. Screams and her voice is strange. She says, Baby, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. She says, Baby, walking up the scared of it all sometimes. Rain's gonna wash away, I believe it. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> Yo, nice. Rio, I'm going to use that as my outro for this podcast, bro. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? This is the entire episode now. I don't think I'm going to look for somebody else. <laughs> because the main idea was like, okay, I'm going to find at least four people to tell me their story. But, bro, this is the entire episode. Because honestly, like, my man, this has been like, fucking great great little hang that we just had with a fucking stranger from the philippines i honestly appreciate it so much marty it was a, it was a fucking great time once again i'd like to thank brian for this content you know it was a lot of fun and if you guys got this far thanks for hanging out with me 